Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Pastor Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rama's Weekly Podcast. I'm here with Tony McKinnon. We call him T-Mac, and we're enjoying a, a beautiful May Day. May Day. Uh, once again, we love to hear from you. Um, you know, the best way to, to, to talk to us is to send us an email, podcast at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. And if you'll just send us an, an email and, and tell us some, how much you like the program, how much you don't like the program, things you, you would like to hear on the program. And, you know, and once again, we do know you want some more ladies to come on the program. And, and we're working on that. You know, we're going you know, we, we're gonna to get some more ladies on, on the program. You know, it is Granny's Attic, by the way. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. So we, we'd love to hear from you that way. Also, you can like us on social media, at, um, uh, Rayma Podcast um, on Instagram and Facebook. And, and so today we have a special podcast right now. Um, and so we actually have decided to do a podcast with our third year pastors group. And so what we're going to do is we're going to put them all in what we call the hot seat. Right. We're going to ask them, you know, you know, kind of the story, first of all, to give them Give us your name and where you're from, and you know, talk to you about you know about Rama, you know why you're here, and and different things like that. But uh, you know, it's 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 good to hear from Rama students. Yes, you, you know, um, I mean, obviously, you know, we always you know tell you if you're interested in learning more about the Word of God or interested, in you you feel that you're called to full time ministry, rbtc.org, and if you'll just go there, there's plenty of information there you can read online. Also, we encourage you to. Give us your email and, and to, to give us your information, and we're going to have one of our student ambassadors give you a phone call, talk to you about Rayma, send you more information, you know, and hopefully set up an, um, a, a time for maybe you can come on, on campus and, and visit us because there's something about being on campus. Absolutely. Amen. So what we're going to do is, is we're going to, you know, have a number of students. We're going to put them in the hot seat, and it's going to be like, kind of like popcorn. Yeah, rotate you them know, through. You know, and, 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 you know, you know, one thing that we also do here at Rama in, in, is, you know, well, in the second and third year is, is we, we have um, a time where, where they can, what we call them lab classes, where they can speak, you know, they, they get to speak the word, but they, they're, they're limited on their time. Right. And so that's what we're going to kind of do here. We're going to limit them to about five minutes or whatever, you know, and, and not like we're going to jerk someone off right at five minutes exactly, you know, because you know, that would kind of be mean and rude. You know, but we'll maybe they'll shuck their chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will have Cliffy to knock the chair over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cliff says he's just going to mute the mute yeah. the mic. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe the Gong Show. You the know, Gong or, Show. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe we can blow a shofar whenever they've got there to, you go. the five it. minute mark. I said five minutes up, shofar. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have Cliff has. You've a come too far for the shofar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, what we're going to do is is we're, we're going to interview them um, one by one. You know, and, um, you know, I, however many we can interview during, during our podcast time, it's what we'll do. And, um, you know, we, we might do one or we might do two podcasts, depending upon, you know, you know, how much time we go. But it's kind of interesting because, you know, I think every student has, has, has their own story. Yeah. Unique story, you know, unique you know, experience. Every graduate has their own story. And these, these are, are third year students. Most of them probably did third year, you know, you know, first and second year, then right into third year. But some of them maybe took a break for a year or two or maybe, you know, like Tim, 24 years. Yeah. You know, and it is interesting, you know, to to hear people's story about Rama, and that's one reason we have this podcast is for our potential students to hear from other students and other graduates, you know, and understand what Rama is all about. You know, because obviously you can go to rbtc.org and you can watch videos and do different things like that, but 
but you don't really get the complete feel. And, and even when you come on campus, you know, you, you can talk to some students and things like that. But, but to hear people's stories, and I, I know, you know, I mean, it's really kind of cool here on our podcast to listen to people's oh, stories, yeah. you know. And, but everyone also has that same story that when they come to campus. Mm-hmm. A lot of them come for, for a college weekend, and you know, and we would love for you to come for a college weekend, but our next college weekend is in October, and you can actually come to Raymond in September. So, so you, know, you know, maybe a good time to come to campus would be for camp meeting. Yes. You know, camp meeting is the last full week um, in July. I believe it starts July the 25th. And we're 25th through the 30th. The 25th through the 30th, and I'll be preaching on the night of the 26th. That's for Monday night, correct? Night the 26th, Monday night. Yes. It'll be an incredible mess since I'm not sure what, what we're going to preach on. All right. Tell us who you are and, and tell us some, you know, how you got to Raymond. Also, tell us where, where you're from as well. It's, it's, in fact, tell us, give us your home, your home church as well. So some people kind of want to kind of know where you're from and things like that. Yeah, my name is George Matthew. I'm from India, the other end of the world, literally. We're about 10 and a half hours away in time zone. So it's, uh, it's tomorrow over there. Yeah. 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 Late in the night now. Yeah. Yeah. It's tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, I mean, coming to Rema, it's such an amazing experience. Uh, I'm a computer science engineer by profession, and uh, I've lived and worked uh, all over the world. But, uh, you know, like right from the beginning, I it was laid on my heart, and I really got to understand one thing that, it doesn't matter what you have here on the earth. The bottom line is, uh, what are you going to have up there? And it's not just even about just us getting up there. You know, it's about taking people with us across. Yeah. And I've had, uh, I've experienced uh, deliverance from cancer. I've had issues with my spine. I had issues with my liver. I had all these serious issues, and I should have been in the box a long time ago. But I'm so grateful to uh, Brother Hagen's teachings and all the books he's brought out. And I really want to tell you that uh, I'm uh, alive because of Brother Hagen's teachings. Uh, I had this issue with cancer in 2011, and I've been totally delivered. And I went for a—I was supposed to have a yearly checkup, but I went back for a checkup once, and I said that's enough because I know I'm done with it because I— Spent about two and a half months working on my uh, on picking up uh, healing from the Bible, mm-hmm. and that's changed everything. And I later realized that the faith that you apply for healing is the same faith that you applied that you already applied for salvation, and it's the same faith that you apply for finances, and the same faith that you ha- apply in any other realm. And the most interesting thing is this gospel works. Uh, the first time I heard about Brother Hagen was in the late 90s, and I just dismissed it off as quote-unquote prosperity gospel. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make sense to me to imagine that uh, anybody who came to Jesus, anybody who walked according to the Word would be healed, healthy, and whole, and be a blessing. It didn't uh, match up with me because that, that truth is not essentially brought out so much clearly in the New Testament. And so I just dismissed it off as one of those funny you know, uh, Western gospel uh, ideas. But over the course of my life, uh, when I was in Africa, we were there in Africa for about five and a half years uh, working in the IT industry. That is when uh, when I, when I this uh, we had ten, uh, pastors in Tanzania uh, who were REMA graduates, Dan Kaler and Melinda Kaler, Miss Karen Jensen's yep. mm-hmm. 
cousins uh, they've been such uh, such a tremendous blessing and such a challenge to me personally in faith they said george cancer is just like cough cold or fever you know you don't even need to go to the hospital you don't even need to go to the doctor and i said no pastor i don't have that kind of faith at this point i'll go get my <laughs> surgery done but i did spend two and a half months working on my healing and i have a one foot long surgery literally one foot i have this testimony out on youtube where i put the picture of the wound 37 metal staples and uh through those two and a half months when i spent time working on my healing on my faith for healing on healing scriptures brother hagen has this wonderful book called uh, the health food devotionals mm-hmm. and the faith food devotionals and so many people are not aware of this it's a daily devotional we've been following this for the last 10 years you know uh, health food devotionals particularly and faith food devotionals for about 5 or 6 years so he brings out this uh, point that jesus also took my physical pain on the cross so the challenge for you and me is to believe that right. it's not easy you know but i've seen that since 2011 any time a pain including a tooth pain comes with cavities you can tell it to leave and it'll go the cavity will too <laughs> i've experienced this so you know like the the beautiful thing is brother hagen brings out this teaching so powerfully and uh, the the rest of the world is literally, literally not aware of this once i go to this walmart next door you know within half a mile and i'm talking to somebody about uh, rema and about brother hagen they say yeah it's just under one of those churches and this is less than half a mile and i thought to myself i'm coming from the other end of the world to be equipped here right you know and here people half a mile down the road don't understand this yeah you know like uh, and i just want to quickly bring out four things very often as believers we tend to think that okay god has a plan for my life a good majority of the believers are not aware of it but then it's not enough to know the plan of god you need to know how to do it that's not enough you need to be equipped to do it you might know what to do and how to do but you may not be equipped you need to be equipped and rema is an excellent place for equipping and you have wonderful teachers here you know uh, one teacher uh, is better than the other you know and all of them have excellent experience as somebody else pointed out earlier and they're speaking from the platform of experience yeah so you really can ask some questions about how do you fit this nut into this bolt you know not just theory not just theory yeah. so that has been such a blessing to me because i i'm i'm a i'm a learner of the word of god and i go deep down and and there are very few people who can answer a lot of my questions and i have always good found solid answers to my teaching to to my questions and the fourth thing is you need to know the timing yeah and for that you need to seek god and to know his will and you know so uh, i would want to definitely uh, challenge and uh, advise and push anybody who's considering ministry to come to rema because you have so many good things which you need to catch and you need to learn you Amen. have both sides Amen. that's good george yeah, and you so. know I'll, i'll tag on you right there you know speaking of faith for healing you know one of the things and we still teach it here at rema brother hagen always said faith works the same in every area of life but faith must be developed in right. every area so yeah. it's one thing to have faith for salvation but it's something else to develop faith uh for healing correct and and uh, you know speaking it's come up in the last two podcasts that we've did interviewing these students this issue of the experience uh, that we speak from as instructors here at Raymond Bible Training College and uh, we don't teach theory uh you know when it comes to the practical side of ministry right, we teach yes. from the place of experience brother Hagen used to say 
uh, either a theory or a hypothesis, I forget which, he said is a supposition based upon ignorance of the subject under discussion. Right, right. And so uh, yeah. we are speaking from a place not of ignorance but from experience. Amen, amen. And so if you're out there looking to be equipped, go to rbtc.org. There you can find out all about Raymond Obama Training College. And you can, if you'll give us your information, uh, we will reach out to you and hopefully set up a time where you can come and visit campus. All right. Tell us who you are and, and tell us some, you know, how you got to Raymond. Also, tell us where, where you're from as well. It's, it's, in fact, tell us, give us your home, your home church as well. So some people kind of want to kind of know where you're from and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Robert uh, from Tennessee, uh, 55 years of age. And to call the end from the beginning, uh, I would encourage anyone uh, who has any idea of coming to some place to learn the things of God that, uh, to come here. Uh, for me, uh, when I came, I was a bit apprehensive because of some experiences I've had and things I had heard mm -hmm. pertaining to the, the school, you know. So, uh, but I get here, and uh, the first thing I see is so many young kids or young adults yeah. who are genuinely in love with the Lord and uh, have, have experiences and encounters with him. And it's just beautiful. It just blows me away. Uh, but for me, you know, I was a bit hardened and bitter about some things. Because of past experience. Because of past yeah. experience. Mm -hmm. And so I, I hear everyone's story, and so we all have a different one. Yeah. And so I can only speak from my place, you know. Right. Um, uh, but what, what I found is, you know, that when, you, when you're bitter, you said, you know, in uh, Revelations 2, the, the church of Ephesus, you know, they're told to return to your first love and do your first works over. Uh and I found that as you sit, you will humble yourself and sit under the word and the teaching and instruction that you get. It says in Jeremiah that is my word, is my word not as a fire and as a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Yeah. And so what you find over time and application and endurance, you'll find that your heart is malleable and, and you're just ready to receive. Yeah. And so you, all this instruction you receive, the teaching, you know, your class is uh, a lot, you know, just most everything we've done here. It's just been, it's, it's been uh I would say phenomenal uh, for what the word is designed to do in your life. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of God that we are to pray for. And as you pray and you sit under the word, then God begins to teach you and open your heart up to things. And so uh, it's just like a, a time of redemption for me. Uh, uh, my heart's just, you know, just uh, two days ago, I came out of uh, the class that we had on this day, just thinking about, uh, testimony that I heard from one of our young students and uh, it was just so it was such a blessing and and I called someone who had been praying for me to come here w along with my wife mm -hmm. uh before I started and just thanked him uh for the time that he spent uh seeking God on my behalf wow. and and just how I've benefited from it you know my wife and I have recently been connected with a church that we're getting ready to go just serve in and see what the Lord does from that point but uh t to hunger after God to love him to honor him uh, to understand the need to fear him and to revere him, you know. So all of these things are, are taught as you learn the word of God, you know. So uh, I'm just grateful to be here, and I would encourage anyone to come. Amen. So yeah. you're, in, you're in my age bracket, yeah. and so would you, uh, you, you kind of touched on it there, but would you say perhaps the zeal of being around some of the younger ones has been a benefit to you? It's, it's, it's just helped stoke your fire yeah. uh, just to see how God is faithful in every uh age and facet of life because I, I was 33 and a half when I got saved mm -hmm. so 
And I just stand in awe and amazement that I see 17, 18, 20, 25 year olds. There you go. You know, walking with God, right. loving him, you know, and so it's just encouraging. And then I also find people in my own age right. bracket that uh, I don't know, you know, younger kids can't understand or young adults can't understand this. But when you get a certain age, it's like, OK, have I let all my life that can be beneficial get past me? Mm. You know, but no, God, he's ready to use you yeah, where you're at now. The time. He can, he's a redeemer and, and a restorer. And, and it's, it's about him and his graces. Yeah. And we are just vessels. as We allow ourselves to be opened up and be full of him. And we can just give who he is, you know, with to be who he is in this earth. You Amen. Know? Jesus with skin on. Yeah, Amen. with skin on. Yeah. Amen. All right. Give Robert a hand. That's All right. awesome. All right. Now, this next one sitting in front of me right here. Uh, if you have listened to a previous podcast we have did interviewing these awesome students, you heard her fiance, Daniel. Yeah, and she just lit up the same way he did when I mentioned her. So tell us about yourself. Where did you come from? How did you get to Raymond? A little bit about your journey. Uh, talk to me. Hi, I'm Christina, and I'm from New York. And um, Forget about it. Yeah, from, yeah, from the city. Uh, my parents were... Italian immigrants came to New York City, American dream. So I did not have much of a Christian background. We were Catholic, uh, being from Italy, but only really went to church on Christmas and Easter. And I was a student in college, and there was this empty chapel on college. So back in 2009, I went and I sat in the empty chapel and I said, God, if you're real, reveal yourself to me. And I was expecting like thunder and lightning and nothing happened. And I was like, this is so dumb. So I left and I heard music coming from the library. So I followed the music and there was a church service going on. And I went in and it was a Rama church, Hudson Valley Family Church. Pastors Jack and Marilyn Uris, who- Awesome people. Yeah, I can't say enough great things about them. And I got saved that day. Um, Praise the Lord. Prayed the prayer of salvation with Pastor Jack. And they carry Rama like a torch. Yeah. So I was at Kindle that f the Flame that first year. That's our women's conference. Yes, the women's conference. And when I came on campus, I was like, oh man, I could come because I was graduating college. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me at that conference and gave me a specific college in New York City to attend and get a master's degree in teaching. So I went there, got my degree in teaching, became a teacher in the Bronx, was there for five years, became a youth leader at Hudson Valley Family Church, stayed at that church. And everything I was I loved my life. I loved everything I was doing. It was complete, far as you're concerned. Yeah, it was, I didn't feel the need anymore to come out to mm -hmm. Oklahoma. And then in 2016, on my 26th birthday, I got in a pretty bad car accident. Um, we were going away, me and two of my friends, uh, and the car kind of free fell. And it fell about 20 feet where I was sitting and um, had seven breaks in my spine, two in my leg. And uh, you talk about the Rama family. One of the women from our church who was a Rama grad drove through the night. My pastors, Pastor Jack and Marilyn, came. They stayed nights. They missed Sunday service, had someone preach for them. And I was in the ICU for a while. And that's when I started listening to Kenneth E. Hagan. Mm -hmm. I had heard the um, Pastor Denise and Mrs. Lynette, but I never really listened to Brother Hagan. And I knew he had a story that he couldn't get out of bed, and I couldn't get out of bed. So I was like, oh, let me listen to him. <laughs> um, so I would listen to his audiobook, God's Medicine, on repeat. And um, I was out of that back brace in four weeks. Praise the Lord. Back at work in eight weeks. And, you know, I was supposed to be paralyzed, supposed to be dead upon impact, and all those things. And um, God was so faithful. And then I just went right back to serving at Hudson Valley, um, being at my job. And then 
I was at youth camp because we do a youth camp with all these Rama churches mm-hmm. in the states around tri-state it's the area. Northeast region. Yes. And the speaker was a Rama grad and he was talking about one of his classes and he was sharing, I don't remember which class, but he was sharing something and an instructor said, and the Holy Spirit said to me, you're going to be in that class. <laughs> and I said, what? Because at this point, my life, I let, you know, I was, I was established now. I yeah. wanted them to come 10 years ago. And um, so I had to get willing, which was a little difficult for me. Um, and it, I came out about a year and a half after that. And that's how I started school here. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And God has been faithful. Yes, he's been so faithful. And so what would you say to someone that thinks maybe their time has passed by when they, you know, for Raymond, what, what would you say to them? I would say um, have courage. If you feel that step, just take that first step. And I know it's hard to leave behind. Like, you know, you feel like you're leaving your family, your job, the life you've built. You, I felt like I was tearing it down, the life I built. But God is so faithful, and he provided all of that here and more because here I've been able to just really soak in without those distractions from back home. So it's just so worth it. And um, it's going to be okay. God's going to take care of your family. He's going to take care of everything back at home for you. All right. You know, this is kind of a wonderful time, Tony. It's just great hearing from, from, from different students. Now we got our next one coming up. Um, you know, can you tell us where you're, where you're from and you know, how you got to Rama? Um, my name is Oma Monger. I go by Minora. I'm originally from Nepal, and I have lived in Texas for 70 years, and now here I am in Brooklyn, Arizona. And this little girl can preach, too, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, so how I heard from Rema is I met one of the students from Rema in Texas. She was talking about Rema, and back then I was uh, doing bio-pre-nursing, like uh, doing nursing so mm-hmm. i was like okay i am doing this so i'll think about Rayma. but then when i go back home i did one year of uh, by pre-nursing i was like ready for the next year so i registered all of my classes and then i went back to texas for uh, san antonio texas so when i registered the classes like i registered way back then then i s- got an email saying like your classes are canceled i mm. was like okay so this must be the chance that i have to go to Rema, and then I came to Rema. I was like, it was like everything was so new. I never heard about Rema Bible Training College. I never heard of Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen. No idea. I just came here because I know that I had the hunger for God. I had the passion. Like I knew, like when I was like in Texas, like I was just young, like in high school. I knew there's like something more. Mm-hmm. There's something more in God. Like not just like oh you 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 got the salvation, oh you received the healing. It's not that. That's not all. There's more and more. I I was like so thirsty for that. So I came here. Uh, so the one thing is that when I was a kid, I fell down from the tree. So because of that, like my back hurt and I wouldn't be able to drive long drive. Mm-hmm. And then that time I was just like um I was like beginner driver. I just drove like six six months I was like beginning so driving eight hours and nine hours it wasn't like I wasn't expecting that so when I drove from Texas San Antonio to Oklahoma here it was like eight to nine hours driving I can do it in eight <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for me I was like just like first time I long driving and can't sit still because my back hurt like yeah. when I fell from the tree but that moment it was God miracles mm. It was God. I wasn't tired at all. 
I wasn't tired. Like my back wasn't hurting. Praise like driving alone from eight hours to nine hours. It was miracles. It was God. And ever since I got here, God has been so faithful. Wow. He has been so faithful to every day, every step of our life. It doesn't matter like if you are like those who are listening, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you ate. It doesn't matter where you're from. Just take one step. Yeah. Once you take one step, there is going to be the whole road you're going to run to. And God is faithful. He is faithful always. Amen. That's awesome. Give her a hand. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Back to my right here. Talk to me. Where did you come from? How did you get to Rama? A little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Joshua Toronzo. I'm actually from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I'm one of those wild PKs that uh, that show up every now and then. <laughs> um, we were, our, my, my parents are pastors, like I said. We used to go to a Rama church in Las Vegas, Word of, uh, Word of Life Christian Center. Um, and we're friends with them. Uh I really never thought I was going to be in the ministry. Um, my dad was a pastor. I was like, that's good enough. Um, I'll go find my, my way in business or whatever. I went to college, um, finished with college, was doing my master's, but just didn't have much peace with it. Um, kind of started thinking that I needed to get serious about my relationship with God. Um, and so I really started digging into his word and I developed a, a real strong love for his words. Um, at the time, I was just like Sunday and Wednesday. It's not enough for me. I need to. I need to find more. So I started looking up some Bible colleges around um, the the nation. My parents told me, "Hey, we never got a chance to go, but you should really think about Rama. It's one of the best Bible colleges out there." And um, I prayed about it. And I know it's kind of interesting. Everyone that's kind of spoken before me has really said, "Like, oh, God put it on my heart. God, God mm -hmm. spoke to me. Told me it was going to be that I was going to be there." I never got that. I never got God speaking to me. I just felt a peace about it, and um, and I moved off of that, and everything started kind of falling in place. That's and, one of the ways God leads. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. So I mean, for the people that are listening, don't don't feel ashamed. You know, if you haven't gotten uh, a, a voice, you know, you or go. anything like that. But um, that's why I'm here. Just follow that peace. Mm -hmm. You know, my father-in-law, uh, you know, always uh, talked about that. That peace is like the umpire in your life, calling mm -hmm. the balls and the strikes. And uh, it's follow the peace. I like that. Yeah, yeah, God leads you that way. That's great, Joshua. Thank you. Amen. Give him a hand. And we got another fellow Georgian here sitting across from me, and, and, and he's from the Syrup City. I'll let him explain that. But uh, tell us about yourself and a little bit of your testimony. And, and here's another one that's got engaged since he's been in school. So I hope you're picking up on this. So, so my name is Slade Baggett. I'm originally from Cairo, Georgia. It's not, not Cairo. It's definitely not yeah, Cairo. That's the way, in Egypt. Yeah, the way we pronounce it is it's spelled K-A-Y-R-O-W, <laughs> not Cairo, Egypt. So I am... Um, Home of Cairo, sir. Yep. I am 21 years of age. I um, graduated high school in May of 2018. Um, I felt called to the ministry at 17 just didn't know where I was going, you know, was looking at Bible colleges. I was looking at Emmanuel in um, North Georgia, and then I was looking at, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's in Lakeland, Florida. I was actually going to go visit there, kind of tour that area, and then something from my school came up, so I had to cancel that, and I was still fighting, you know, where am I going to go, where am I going to go to college, 
And then I went to like a youth camp in like January and felt the Lord was saying, Rhema, just Rhema. Mm -hmm. And then I actually went to a Living Faith Crusade in Lake or St. Augustine, Florida at Earl Glisten's church. And so I picked up my application, turned it in and got the application filled out and got accepted and moved out here in August of 2018 and going to graduate, you know, in the next couple of weeks and feel, and Rama has changed my life. You know, I didn't think I would ever be called to the ministry and my grandpa was a pastor, but I'm the first generation Rama. So there's something that I can say I've done that there my family go. hasn't. Um, for those out there listening, you know, if God pulls you to the ministry, pray about it and be led. Don't just jump out because, you know, a lot of times if you do jump out, it might not be the time or the place yet. So just be led by him and he'll give you the direction. Amen. Now, now I've got to ask you because, uh, you know, I know they have, they, do they still have the rattlesnake roundup down there close to where you're from? Oh, they do every, every at the end, end of January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you ever take part in that? I went a couple of times. You just went as, just as a spectator, went. not a participant. Yeah, just went. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't handle snakes at Ramah? No, we do not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Give Slave a hand. All right, this awesome young guy next to me is uh, is uh, got an amazing story. So tell us about yourself. Where'd you come from? How'd you get to Rama? Uh, you know a little bit about about yourself. Yeah, um, my name is Wally Davis. Um, I'm actually born in Nigeria, but uh, I moved to Canada. That was like about I lived in Canada for like 13 years ago. What province? Um, British Columbia, British Columbia, the most BC. beautiful province in the United States in the whole world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, when I came to Canada, before I came to Canada, I gave my life to Christ in, the, in 1990, December, in Nigeria. And then since then, I know for sure that uh, God is going to come into a, a great things. But I didn't really know what it is, you know. So I went to school, you know, continued doing my stuff, you know, never really paid really attention into it. But um, in 2015... In, in Canada, I started feeling this strong feeling that uh, it is time for me to um, try to develop into the things of God. But uh, I wasn't, because I was doing okay, I used to travel, I mean, to medical field. So I started going to travel every places, supplying medical equipment. And uh, back in Canada, I used to work at Lounge Hospital. I worked there as a nurse, and then I, I got it going. So I never really worried about anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, maybe God really want me to be in the medical field to be helping people and taking care of the, you know, patient and all that. So, but in 2017, I went to Nigeria to supply uh, electricity. There's something in, in medical field they call electrophoresis machine, you know. So I went there to supply the medical stuff, and then. I invested a lot of money into that business, but um, I couldn't get the check back on time, so everything was not right. So mm-hmm. I was so mad that I put a lot of money into this business and nothing is working fine right now. So when I heard in my spirit that it is time for you to seek me, I was like, seek you? He said, don't you think I can provide for your need? Why do you think you have to do this? At that time, I was like, oh man, something is going on here. So I went back to Canada. I was disturbed. 
that why is this thing is going to take care of me? Why am I doing everything by myself? So when I got to Canada and I was like, okay, God, and I started praying. And I said, I heard in my spirit that it is time for you to go to Rema. Because I knew about Rema a long time mm -hmm. ago, but I just didn't pay attention or anything like that. So in 2017, I came to Oklahoma. I drove by. You know, I was going to Dallas. So I checked here. I, I saw the school. I said, okay, this is the place. And immediately I got to the, to the land. There's something about here that you just feel connected that you're you supposed to be here. Coming on campus. I don't know what it is, but I know there's something. Mm -hmm. The moment you step here, you will see that, no, what is going on here? So right there, I made up my mind that I'm going to come to this school. So in 2018, I moved down here. I was driving down. You know, then a lot of things, you know, some of the things that I'm not proud of, you know, my past, and this was dupe on me. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. How can God use me? You know, uh, the way I planned my life, it didn't work out that way. So how would God want to use somebody like me? Then I, something said to me, say, listen, you know, the circumstances in your life are the element for the greatness. Yeah. I was like, what is that? He said, don't worry about those circumstances. Just obey. And I came here and then 2018, and God has been faithful. I mean, God has been faithful. Um, I, to, I didn't have to worry about all my money that I invested in the medical business. God has been provide for my needs, and everything has been so, so good. So I just thank God that um, I made that decision, you know. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome. Give Wally a hand. That's great. Yeah. All right. Here, this guy on my right here is uh, what we call a returner also. <laughs> and so tell us a little bit about your journey. You, you, I know you graduated several years ago and then now returned several years later. So tell us a little bit about yourself. And uh, how old are you? Uh, well, I'm 64 years young. Uh, I originally came to Rama in 1979, graduated in 80. And back in that time... You could graduate yeah. in one year and launch out, so right. we launched out. Then, then I again returned and uh, went to Raymond at 82 and graduated in 83. Mm -hmm. And then uh, most of my life was spent in the, uh, 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 in the business field. Mm -hmm. I'm an accountant. I was an oil and gas assistant controller for an oil and gas company. So that I spent quite a few years doing that. And then just recently, last year, retired. And I felt in my heart to come back to Rain. Yeah. Yeah. But my story, you know, if I were to, it's kind of like that scripture that once I, I, I'm old, now I'm, once I was old, now I'm young. I mean. Once <laughs> but, I was young, now I'm old. Yes. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Yeah. And, uh, and. God's about God's compassion and his goodness mm -hmm. and his relation my relationship to him is so much more important than anything yeah. else I've done a lot a lot in life but just of my relationship with Jesus and his compassion for me it is it's just overwhelming yeah it means everything to me I you know uh Billy Graham was uh, interviewed by Fox, one of his last interviews, and they asked him, you know, uh, what would he do over if he could do something over? And he mentioned a few things, but the main thing he said, he said, I would spend more time telling Jesus how much I love him mm. and how much I'm thankful 
that he died for me and our relationship. And Jesus was just the most important thing for him. Yeah. And that's what I've reached in my life. I mean, I mean, God will, I'm sure, continue to use me, but I'm, 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 I'm about Jesus. <laughs> I'm really mean. about walking with him and, yeah. and letting him lead me and, and just my relationship with him. I'm, I'm just thankful. Amen. So what would you say to a 64-year-old that's perhaps entering retirement? Uh, should they consider something like Rama if they're not sure about what they want to do next? Absolutely. This is a, a great place because Jesus is here. Yeah. I mean, there's the Hagans, of course, but what's most important is Jesus is there here. You go. Jesus is here, and here's where you come to find out about him, mm-hmm. what he's done for us, all he represents and all we are in him. That's what's important about me for me. Amen. Amen. That's awesome, Miguel. And I know that that uh, it's going to be amazing what the Lord does with you and your wife next. Yes. Amen. Appreciate you. Give Miguel a hand. That's awesome. So encouraging. Now, this next young man here, as if you have if you've listened to the last two or three podcasts where we've interviewed these students, seems to be a theme that continues to come up. And that is that of finding uh, uh, your significant other. <laughs> and so I know you're engaged, right? Yes, yeah, I am. All right. So tell a little bit about yourself and, and how'd you get to Raymond? Where'd you come from? How old are you? Um, I'm 24 years old. My name is Philip. I'm from Maryland. Um, all my life, I've been a pastor's kid. My, my dad started off as a youth pastor. He never graduated from here, though. But my parents both knew about Rama, Brother Hagen's teaching all their life. For me, I never knew who Brother Hagen was or who Raymond was, mm-hmm. but I always heard his teachings from my parents and what I've learned in church. But I grew up in a non-denominational church. Um, I was going there for, I believe, 13 years. Then when my parents were serving as youth pastors, then they moved on to start their own church uh, in the town next to where we were going to church. And we were doing that for like eight or so years. Like that, my whole life, I knew I was called to ministry, but my whole life, I wanted to run from that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, and I never wanted to accept that for myself because I I knew what ministry was like because I've I've observed observed my parents and like, and how it is with dealing with people and and dealing with like all the things. They're awesome. People are awesome. They're awesome sometimes. (laughs) 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 But um, in all actuality, um, I had to come to a realization when I was going to community college and I had to like get serious because I I still didn't when I first got to Munich, I still didn't want to go into ministry. I was I just wanted to be a, uh, in the criminal justice field, and that's when I was pursuing. Oh boy! And community college, I wanted to serve uh, in the FBI as a field agent, but that was my ideas, yeah. but that wasn't God's ideas. And when I had to acknowledge that for myself, I had to humble myself and tell myself like, I have to do what God is telling me to do, and. My sister came here the the year before I I had gotten here. She had graduated the year before. And when I had gotten here, I'm like, man, this place is weird. But (laughs) I know this is where I'm supposed to be. And, like, when I got here, I was like, the culture is so different because I'm from the East Coast. And coming from the East Coast, from the Midwest, it's it's a little different. So, and I'm used to, like, you know, fast-paced traffic. I mean, mean, not fast-paced, slow-paced traffic. And coming here, 
it was very fast, very fast paced. And like, there's no traffic at all. I mean, let like, us open roads and like where I'm from, like you're going like 20 miles per hour for like an hour just to get five miles, you know? So when I came here, I'm like, oh, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Just questioning the yeah. call. Yeah. And when I just got plugged in is when I really just started to know, like, this is it. Like I'm, I'm here. And like what I would tell people who are coming to Raymond, like don't delay the call. Yeah. And then when you get here, get plugged in. There you go. Get, be in, in other words, be involved. Yeah. Be involved and serve. Cause when I came here, I served in many different areas. I'm still serving in many different areas. And when I came here and when I got plugged in, I've grown to into a person I never thought I would grow into. And the relationship that I got in here, I really hold deeply in my yeah. heart. Because the things I've learned and where I served and where even I, I work here, too, as a shipping and receiving warehouse clerk um, for Kenneth Hagen Ministries. And the things I've gotten there as well is just experience. It's, it's just mind blowing, yeah. man. So I, I really encourage anyone to like when you get here, like get plugged in. Don't just sit in class and, and grab, but just serve the people and you will never know what you can get out of it. Hey Amen. That's how you get the most. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the wonderful thing about Rainbow Bible Training College. We have Rainbow Bible Church right here on campus. And so you're immediately able to put certain things into practice yeah. that you're learning in the school and be a part of the life of, of the yeah. local church. Amen. Yeah. That's awesome, Philip. Give Philip a hand. That's great. Praise the Lord. All right. This has been awesome once again to hear from, from you guys and your stories. And once again, if you're out there, uh, you should be considering Rama Bible Training College. Go to rbtc.org and you can find out all about it. Amen. Well, we like to end today's broadcast like we end every broadcast here at Raymond. We're bringing hope, health, and healing to the world. <laughs>